What's up, fam, and welcome to the Healthy Fit and Pain-Free Podcast. This podcast is meant to give you easy, implementable, no BS advice to help make you stronger, more resilient, and bring out your inner badass to help you get back to doing the things you love with the people you love. I am your host, Dr. Tyler Bordick. I am a physical therapist, a strength conditioning coach, and co-owner of Inner Strength Physio Fitness Athletics in Pittsburgh. If you're ready, jump on the bus, buckle in, and let's rock and roll. What is going on, everyone, and welcome to the Healthy Fit and Pain-Free Podcast. I'm your host, Doc T, and we are here with episode 71. Um, And we have a special guest on this episode today. So I'd like to welcome, um, with making her big debut on the podcast, um, our new new coach and also nutritionist, Allison Lampman. What's up, Allison? Hey, what's up, guys? My name's Allison, and I graduated from... Indiana University of Pennsylvania in May of 2022 with my bachelor's degree of nutrition and dietetics. And I'm excited to be here. You got to love her, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we thought, and um, this will be a really good episode for us to do together. And what we really want to talk about today is low fats diets versus low carb diets. And who's the winner of the two? Um, We won't reveal it just yet. (laughs) So um, a big reason we want to do this episode is because that time's coming around the corner. Um, the holidays are here. Everyone's getting ready to lose some weight after the holidays. And you always see it as people are posting about the recent diet they're on and what kind of progress they're making. And honestly, no one has any clue what they're doing. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's why Allison has a job. <laughs> um, and so the big thing here is that we want to try to um, give some ideas not to persuade anyone to go in one particular direction, but really just to see what's best for them. Yeah, you have to listen to your body and do what's best for you. Exactly. So without further ado, we're going to kick this off with, um, we're going to kind of talk about both diets here and just give like the pros and cons with each one. So um, in this corner, weighing in at a whopping five pounds, if that's what you lose as soon as you start doing it, is um, the keto slash Atkins slash low carb diet. So let's talk about this one. Very popular diet. So this is. Yeah, it's you see it all over social media. It's you know, it's trending on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Does it work? Is it good for you? (laughs) We're here to explain that. Yes, yes. It's funny. I was actually listening to um, something earlier. I think it was Tony Robbins and he was talking about Oprah's story in her weight loss journey. And uh, I didn't realize like how in depth it really was, but yeah. she was a really big advocate. I remember um, of the Atkins diet, like yeah, way back a when of, a lot of celebrities get behind some of these, you know, trendy diets now. So yeah. Why do you think that is Allison? Um, I'm not entirely <laughs> too sure why celebrities get behind it. I think it has to do with it becomes a trend. So people think they have to follow the specific trend of the the diet that's currently trending. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And all, and really, I mean, it's easy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's if it's a carb, you just say no. Yeah. And if it works for a celebrity, then it's bound to work for you technically. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, where the keto diet gets dangerous, and I use that term loosely, is that, as I mentioned before, people tend to lose a lot of weight right out of the yeah. gates. Um, let's talk about that a little bit about why exactly that does happen. So what are your thoughts? 
So you're, you're drastically cutting out all your carbohydrates when, you know, you're, you're used to consuming your carbohydrates. So when you're drastically cutting something out of your diet, that is bound to happen. So, yeah, for sure. And also with carbs too, water follows carbs. Um, and carbs go in the muscle, that's muscle glycogen. And so water goes in after them. And so it's very typical whenever you either start eating more or eat, even if it's a healthy amount, like let's say you're eating like 300 calories more, let's say you want to gain a little bit of weight, um, you're going to gain a few pounds and it's literally just water weight. Mm -hmm. Same thing as you lose weight. Yep. Um, if you lower your calories enough and your carbs are low enough, and you're not, you don't have that muscle glycogen, water just kind of shoots out, you're gonna lose weight. Yep. Yep. And so that's something that people don't quite think about as often. Um, now, who do you see like the keto diet being good for? Um, possibly someone who, you know, is looking to drastically lose weight pretty quickly. And if you're not a fan of carbs, then I guess it'll work <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, there's, there's other, there's some research that says that, um, with epilepsy, it can work some yeah. with cancers and stuff like that. It can work. That's originally why the diet was created actually was for children with epilepsy. Mm. That's con it, like, um, controlled some hormones in their brain mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, that's why it yeah. was originally created. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and I mean, it does have its benefits too. There's a lot of cells in the body that do run on carbs. Mm -hmm. Um, and even cancer. Energy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and even cancer cells, like it mm -hmm. runs on on um, on glycogen. So or blood glucose, excuse me. So, you know, obviously, if you do things like that, it's gonna diminish the effects of that. Um, however, unless you have cancer or epilepsy, I don't really see this being <laughs> it's <not> sustainable. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, something else too that we were talking about before, before starting is athletes. Mm -hmm. Um, recently in like the marathon world, keto diets have yeah. kind of become more of a trend. Yeah. They say it could possibly benefit, you know, endurance athletes. Mm -hmm. So, um, but for a regular athlete, I mean, you're, you're going to need your, your, your carbs. Like mm -hmm. I said, carbs are converted to your energy, so it wouldn't be extremely sustainable for an athlete. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's the thing. And there's, uh, it's funny, you know, research always like comes out all over the place with this stuff. Yeah. And initially there was research that came out that marathon runners and um, endurance athletes mm -hmm. who did keto diet actually performed better. Yes. Now we're kind of seeing it doesn't really mm -hmm. matter as much. Like keto is very short term for mm -hmm. a regular person or an athlete. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, however, where this could, where this could um, technically work is so if you if you're going through periods where you're not actually eating mm -hmm. for long periods of time, I think it would actually work pretty well there too. It could possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you have to listen to your body, um, but it, it could work and it has worked for many people. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and that's kind of where keto, I mean, this low carb, like we go off of like an ancestry diet, mm -hmm. right? Um, an ancestry diet is typically lower carb because yes. that was what was available to yes. them, which worked because they had to run with like for long periods of time mm -hmm. without, um, without eating. Yeah. And so those higher fat diets really came into play. However, I don't know about you, but I'm not starving. No, neither <laughs> am I. <laughs> so cool. All right. So with that being said, let's kind of, so, you know, 
few pros here. So pros to keto diet, quick weight loss, um, easy to follow, obviously. Um, could work with endurance athletes if that's kind of your, you know, what works for you, as you said, listening to your body. Cons, um, no carbs. So restrictions just suck anyhow. Yeah, not sustainable. Yeah. Um, and it, it could be very, very challenging. Um, like I was saying before, you could get something called like the keto flu. You're going to feel really tired. You're going to have those headaches. You're not going to want to do anything. So that's also something to consider, you know, if you're looking into this diet. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, with that being said, too, realizing like, is this going to be your answer forever? Um, because if you're trying to gain your weight back, like it's very difficult. I mean, actually it's not, you can eat a lot of fat and everything. Um, but once you go back to those carbs, whew, yeah, you're going to feel it <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and it, it grabs on yeah, you. It does. <laughs> so, all right, cool. So moving on to the next contestant, um, in the other corner in the black trunks is low fat diets. So heard and seen about this diet a lot. So. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, let's start off here. So what exactly, you know, what are the benefits of a low carb diet, in your opinion? Low. Or a low, low fat, fat, excuse me. I'm all I'm on this. I'm on this keto kick now. <laughs> so low fat, you're pretty much you're cutting out those those gross fats that you're going to, you know, consume a lot during the day, especially your saturated fats like butter. And your, you know, your trans fats, like those fried foods and mm -hmm. fast foods. So. Oh, so good though. <laughs> yeah. Make, really so good going in makes you feel like yeah. hell after you're done with it. Um, yeah, exactly. And, you know, with those, with the, this style diet, I mean, this is kind of like, this was really created mm -hmm. because of cholesterol, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And it can also, you know, like heart disease related mm -hmm. diseases and stuff like that. So this is why this was originally brought up. Yeah. Yeah, thinking that if we get away from fats, mm -hmm. um, then our heart will be healthier. Yeah. There's those disease factors. Mm -hmm. However, again, research has a way of, <laughs> of telling us we're wrong. Um, there's been research recently that's shown that that really isn't the case. Yeah. Um, however, so with that being said, though, who would benefit from this diet? I mean, this, this could be a, a diet that anybody could pretty much follow. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, if you're you know, looking for not something as drastic as the keto, this is a little less drastic and easy to follow as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Especially athletes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we're not talking about endurance athletes, we're talking about more explosive athletes or even strength athletes, um, excuse me, bodybuilders, um, even just people who work out on a regular basis do like some sort of strength training and a little higher intense activity. This really works out well for you. Mm -hmm. You're just going to feel better overall. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see how you feel like you said after you eat fast food, you feel gross and tired mm -hmm. and cutting those out, you're going to feel more energetic and happy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I know, um, you know, Andrew and I, we work together like that's, I mean, that was always my go-to has been higher carb. I just do better on it. Mm -hmm. I feel better on it. My body reacts better to it. However, there is a flip side and the flip side is something people don't think about too often is hormones require fat. Yes, they do. And this is where people run into trouble with if they go, this is where not to anyone, well, very few people out there are bodybuilders. Um, but this is where bodybuilders run into a lot of trouble is they cut their fat so low, like less than 40, 50 grams of fat that 
their hormone function kind of plummet. Yeah. Ask any bodybuilder that's a month out from a show yeah. how much they feel like getting in the bedroom and <laughs> you'll get a very small answer. Um, no pun intended. But with that being said, um, so yeah, so like that's that's kind of one area with the low fat. Where else do you feel like the low fat diet wouldn't fit in super well? Fitting in super well? I mean, if, if you're just not, you know, you have to have that drive to be able to do a diet like this. And mm -hmm. if you're you're not willing to um, take the opportunity and do a diet, it's, it's just not going to work. Sure. You have to have to be disciplined to do something like this. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's a really good point. Yeah. That kind of goes out to both of these mm -hmm. Yeah, is sure. that there, whenever you take out a, a complete food group mm -hmm. or a complete like macronutrient, yeah. there's a lot more discipline that goes into it. it. It does. You don't, you don't realize that until you start doing it. Like we mm -hmm. can sit here and say, oh yeah, it's easy, but yeah, it's definitely not. It's definitely sure. Not. For sure. Um, you know, like for instance, try being on a keto diet and going out to eat. And try being on a low-fat diet and going out to eat. It's almost impossible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost impossible. Um, especially, like, you don't realize how much fat they add to things. Um, you know, I mean, if you if you actually look up the, you know, the calories, like, carb, fats, proteins of, like, most dishes when you go out, I mean, there's nothing under 15, 20 grams of fat. No, no. Especially at Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. I love Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, but yeah, that one, uh, that can rock you, but yeah. And, and that's, you know, so like if you're a no carb diet or a low carb diet salads, maybe, um, you could do, but that's really about it. Yeah. And that's not a Pittsburgh salad. No, no, with the fries and the cheese. Yep. No fries there. <laughs> um, but you know, with a, a low fat diet, I mean, you're, there's very little to pick very from. Small. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's where that, like I said, that discipline's going to come, come into play. Yeah, for really. sure. For sure. So like, again, looking at this, um, you know, if we go uh, pros to a low fat diet, um, obviously more options as far as like carbs. Yeah. So that helps. Um, also, like, might be a little bit easier. I don't know. I don't know. Possibly. Poss I mean, I think that depends on the person. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And also like every there's one thing that people always tell us is I love carbs. People love carbs. They do. So, um, wrong with that. yeah, no. Um, the other thing we didn't really talk about a pro is that with things like this, you can really manipulate your diet that works well for you. So, for instance, if you're someone who works out hard on a day-to-day -day basis, fitting in hot, your higher-carb meals around your workout could benefit you well. It could, yeah. Um, not like that with high-fat diets. No. Try, no. try having a, a deep-fried variety basket. <laughs> And chicken wings, and then going to the gym. Gonna feel a little weighed down. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. Um, so you know, but with the with the high carb, low fat diet, definitely cons with this. Um, hormones mm -hmm. is a big one there. Yeah. Um, it's also it's tricky. It's going to be tricky, like going out to eat and stuff like that. Um, trying to avoid fats, and um, there's a chance you might still feel different. Like I was playing with the keto, like you're still going to feel some side effects when mm -hmm. you first, you know, taking on this diet. So. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, and, you know, especially if you're super low and you're fat, your love life might plummet yes. for a little bit. Yes. So yeah. keep that in mind. Um, cool. So moving on. So 
you know, we were talking about earlier, like what is better for a certain population? We kind of, we covered this a lot, um, but I want to dive in just a little bit further. And so with this, like, let's talk about athletes. Um, so if you're, a, if you're an athlete or a more active person, which one's best for you? What are your thoughts? I feel like person, like we were saying, that's going to depend on the person, but like keto might possibly be good for endurance athletes, you know, low fat, not so good for endurance. Mm-hmm. You know, it could depend. But overall, I mean, athletes do need an adequate amount of protein, carbs, and fats, you know, I mean, but that's going to depend on the person. Mm-hmm. Sure. And research, I mean, research is still mixed with this, but it does show that our bodies tend to, or our bodies definitely prefer carbs. Yes, they do. Um, and especially if you're an athlete, that's what you burn. You're yeah. burning, um, you know, you're burning carbs, basically, to be simplistic yeah. about it, yeah. um, during your activity. So for like short burst activities it's definitely gonna be better. Um, Again, for more like endurance athletes, the fact you don't have to take in food might help. Mm -hmm. However, that being said, if you're trying to hold on to any type of muscle mass, it's going to be difficult. It is. So um, now let's go gen pop on this one. Yeah, I just want to I feel like, like I was saying, like a celebrity does a does a trend or a trendy diet, like everyone's gonna be like, Oh, you know, Oprah does it, I'm gonna do it too. I just you know, I want to put that out there that like, just because somebody's doing that or, or somebody famous is doing that, it doesn't mean it's going to be sustainable or attainable for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you saying that really just like pop something in my mind that like, I just, I, I have to get this out. So we all know that I have two man crushes. Um, one being Ryan Reynolds, the other one being the rock. That's, <laughs> that's not a, not a mystery to anybody. However, I have developed a third man crush. And that is Chris Hemsworth. And every lady out there just fist bumped me, just like, just air fist bumped me for that one. Um, But I was watching his new show, Limitless, on um, National Geographic, Disney Plus. It's a really good show. Um, And basically, the premise of the show is like, he's doing all these things to improve his longevity to life. Um, So he's doing all these challenges. Just to give you guys an idea of how much genetics plays into Hollywood. So... If you've ever seen, if you've seen the new, have you seen new Thor love and thunder? Yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly what scene I'm talking, I'm thinking of. I think so. Yes. So the scene where he gets like stripped down in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so in the show, they show that. And he said that part was really hard for him to do because of how much weight he had to put on. Gotcha. Now, if you've seen Chris Hemsworth naked in that scene, <laughs> It doesn't look like he had, he put on weight, No, you know, (laughs) yes, he's cut. Yes, exactly. The same thing goes for, um, oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, oh, that sucks. Anyhow. So he played in Batman. He played Bane, um, in the new Batman in in the newer, like dark Knight series, he played Bane. Um, Claire's going to kill me for not remembering him because this is Claire's man crush. (laughs) Anyhow. Um, so he said that playing Bane was one of the hardest parts for him because of how much weight he had to gain um, and how much food he had to eat. So there's a reason being I'm telling this story. So in Limitless, Chris Hemsworth goes into what he ate whenever he was preparing for that part. Now you're you're sitting there thinking like, oh, like he's doing rice and steak, rice and chicken, like he's doing these clean. No, he ate everything. He like he ate pizza. He ate donuts. He ate, um, he basically like listed, he would eat 
He ate eight meals a day. And majority of those eight meals were like a thousand calories a meal. Um, and he had pictures to show it. So he's like, I had to, cause basically like he, he, this episode he's fasting. Yeah. So like his thing is like, I love to eat. I eat so much. Um, so this is going to be hard for me. That being said, take what celebrities do with a grain of salt. Yes. Yes. Everything you see on social media is not always real. Hardly ever. Hardly ever. Yeah. Hardly ever real. Um, but especially with, um, especially with genetically gifted people that we just don't realize how, um, and a- athletes too, you know, for those parents out there, if you have a kid who they look up to this certain athlete and they're doing exactly what they're doing and they're, and they're doing all this hard and I'm, I'm not against hard work whatsoever, but we have to be realistic in the fact there is a huge genetic, um, factor that plays into this, that people kind of discount and it's really going to affect how you look. So, like, for instance, to go back to my other man crush, The Rock, (laughs) um, if you've ever watched his his show Young Rock, um, it shows him whenever, like, obviously an actor, but, like, in high school and college, like, people used to think he was a parent because of how big he was. So he was always big. Um, He just learned how to sculpt it as he got older. Um, Okay, before I start salivating, talking about... (laughs) I'm not going to even bring Ryan Reynolds into this. So, um, so yeah, so that's the big thing when it comes to that is like, just watch whose diet you follow. Cause you might, you have no idea what exactly they're doing. No. Um, that being said, so, and again, what we're, I want to put the disclaimer out here. What Allison and I are talking about is not medical advice. No, not at all. <laughs> so if you are, if you do have cancer or you do have epilepsy, don't just go out and start doing the keto yeah, diet yeah. because we told you to. Yeah, um, consult your medical doctor before you do anything. Yes. It's proper thing to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm going to like be a little bit, uh, a little bit brash here, but make sure you're talking to a good medical professional yes, of course. and not just, yeah. not just your PC, not to crap on PCP, yeah. but your PCP <laughs> that doesn't talk about yes, this stuff. Yes. So anyhow, um, so moving into, to, we're kind of like bringing this in kind of in for landing, but the one thing I want to talk about is check these boxes first before you pick one of these diets. Um, and I have four boxes here that you and I kind of agreed yeah. on box. Number one, protein. Yes. Protein is one of the most important parts of this entire thing. Yeah. Now, before anyone out there who's like a vegan or a vegetarian starts pitchforking me <laughs> through the through the radio, um, realize that there is also a big difference between longevity and actual like vitality. Vitality yeah. being how you look, how you feel mm-hmm. versus longevity, which is just living longer. Yeah. Um, now with that, like protein, when it comes to, you know, body recomping so like losing fat gaining muscle um looking good metabolically enhanced all of that stuff it's all about protein like your protein yeah. has to be adequate it does and you know protein makes you feel fuller longer so mm-hmm. yeah exactly uh and honestly that's a so like before keto became a thing that's why atkins was so popular too yeah. is because people didn't follow a high fat diet Mm-mm. they followed a high protein fat diet. 
So they felt fuller longer. Um, and like they just ate all the meat they wanted. Yeah, yeah, they did. But like, you know, studies do show that low fat versus low carb, as long as protein is the same between the two, there's really no difference. No. And this is something, you know, whether you're, you don't have to just be an athlete either. No, no. So Allison, if someone were to ask you how much protein they should take in, what are your thoughts? What do you typically tell them? I like to tell a typical person. Sometimes it could be hard. I hold out my palm and I say a palm is about three to four ounces of protein. Try to get that or a little bit more in every meal. I feel like that's just the easiest way to Mm -hmm. explain it to somebody. Sure. Yeah. For sure. And do you feel like people are typically getting in enough protein every day? No. I do not. Never. (laughs) never. I don't even get in enough protein myself. So it's hard. It's definitely a challenge. It can be. Um, And obviously, like, we're not here to push supplements. But one thing to really think about, too, is a protein supplement. Yeah. Um, It makes life a lot easier. There's a bunch of different, you know, recipes out there or different shakes that you can use that that could be helpful. Yeah, for sure. And um, one thing, too, people need to realize is, like, with protein supplements, protein is a food source. Like people kind of think protein supplements are just that someone just goes out, like digs up dirt (laughs) and adds stuff to it and serves it. But it's really like, it's literally, they take um, like milk protein and they, um, they just hydrolyze it down to its purest form is what it is. Um, There's also vegan style protein powder and stuff out there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely recommend that. But yeah, as long as you're getting in enough proteins that Allison said, palm size mm-hmm. with every meal that should definitely be sufficient for yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and, and I, one thing I always try to tell our ladies is try to get at least like 80 grams in 80 mm-hmm. grams can still be fairly low. It can. Um, but you got to start somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. That's kind of the big thing. Aim really high yeah. to start. So uh, no, I, it's funny. Like my, uh, my mother-in-law is a dietitian. Mm-hmm. She works with diabetics. And whenever I told her, that I was eating, um, what was it? Whenever I was bodybuilding, I would eat like two, 220 grams of protein a day. I thought she was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that can be a little she challenging to get yeah. in, but, um, but yeah, so protein, very important, no matter if you're an athlete or just a regular person. Yeah. Um, especially too, as you get older, um, muscle yeah. mass tends to deteriorate a lot yeah, faster. So it's really important to, you know, make sure you're attempting to get your protein in every day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, it's funny because everyone always talks about being like, I, I tell me if it's same with you. You go through their daily intake, you know, with them and like what their each meal breakdown yeah. is. And it's always like crap or like not crap, but just like picking. Yeah. But then, but then dinner is yes. always the protein, yes, carb, yes. vegetable. It's like, yes. why can't yeah. you do this with every meal? This is perfect. Yes. Um, but cool. So box number two, Allison, what would you say it is? I would say fruits, you know, making sure you're getting those fruits in. Mm-hmm. That could be, you know, simply adding it to yogurt in the morning, you know, having it as a snack midday. It's just important. I like to say that, you know, eat your rainbow throughout the day, mm, like your yes. fruits and vegetables. That's a, I know it sounds like something you would tell a kid, but it's a good visual, visualization of a you know, what you should be eating on your plate. Someone just visualized Skittles. <laughs> yeah, eat rainbow. Yeah, not Skittles. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, like um, I had Andrew on a few weeks ago, and we talked about meal prepping. And, you know, it's 
it's just realizing that fruits and vegetables is where a lot of fiber, mm-hmm. like good natural fiber comes from. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then you're a huge proponent of the micronutrients as well. Yeah, they definitely will give you those, you know, hidden vitamins and minerals that you're not going to get in your everyday diet. So. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, this is where it gets... This is where it gets weird with the keto diet, though, because we didn't actually use this, say this con, but keto, like if you go legit keto, they actually kind of um, are against vegetable intake. Yeah, yeah, you put it that way, they kind of are. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the, you know, that's another con there. But yeah, just making sure. And honestly, like, it's really hard to eat too many vegetables. Yeah, it is. I mean, they only do benefits for you. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cool. Um, so number three here of like boxes you should check before figuring out if you should do a keto versus a um, like a low carb versus a low fat diet is activity. Yes. Um, so again, going back to what I was listening to earlier, whenever he was talking about Oprah is the one thing that Oprah failed to do is that she was always focusing on a diet and never on activity. I feel like people think that you can just, you know, lose weight by just strictly dieting, mm-hmm. but it's not always the case. <laughs> sure. And, you know, it's, it's always painful for me. Now, honestly, I'm biased. Obviously, I'm biased here. Um, it's always painful for me, though, when people don't take enough act, like do enough activity yeah. because there is, I would love some time to break down to see what research backs what's better for you. Food choices or your activity level. Yeah. Now, granted, you can't active your way out of a bad diet. No, no. But I mean, activity overall, you know, it also helps with weight loss and stuff, but also it's going to, you know, improve your mood and make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then too, I mean, let's be honest, you can eat more. Yeah. If you're active, like you can eat more mm-hmm. food. Um, and I think that's something that people, and this is also too, why I always talk with people about you know, yes, counting calories as far as like keeping a food journal is not the sexiest thing in the world. (laughs) However, if you do that, you can actually tend to eat more food. Yeah, yeah, kind of like laying out and Mm -hmm. seeing what you're eating, you're like, I'm not eating enough. Yeah. Sometimes just putting it on paper, you realize that, you know, you're lacking things from your diet. Yeah, for sure. And that actually segues very well. Good job, Allison. (laughs) Um, Your first segue (laughs) um, into the fourth box, which is that it's amount. Yeah. Um, it's that people don't realize that they're either, either eating too much or too little. little. Um, and so you really need to make sure that you're looking at that, um, to understand, you know, because it doesn't matter if you're doing low fat or low carb, if you're not eating enough or you're eating too much, you're not going to achieve your goals. It's important to listen to your hunger cues. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're hungry, don't, don't not eat, you know, have a, have a snack, have some fruits, have some vegetables, mm-hmm. really tune into your body when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great point too, is, is your energy levels. Yes. Um, that's something I always talk about with people is that they feel like they're eating, they're not eating enough. Mm-hmm. We always go off their energy levels yeah. too. Um, cause I want to make sure that they're, you know, you, you, you should feel good during this. You shouldn't feel like crap. No, no. So cool. All right. Well, we always like to f- finish the show with, three actionables. Um, so let's, uh, I'm going to have you take this away, Allison. Yeah. So one of our actionables that we were going to talk about is kind of like tuning into your diet mm-hmm. and, and you know, what's, what's going to be best for you in the, in the end. If you, if you love carbs and you love pasta, 
keto is probably not going to be for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And sustainability is a big part of this because, um, and two, just realize like, look at what you typically eat mm -hmm. and go from there. Yeah. Like now, granted, we didn't talk about this. There is such a thing as moderate carb, moderate fat, higher, like moderate, higher protein. You can always do that too. Um, so don't feel like it has to be low carb or low fat. You can easily do all, it's a little bit harder. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can always tailor a diet to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And so if you're someone who, if you look at your diet and you eat more carbs and you don't really care about fats as much, well then for the love of God, do not do keto. Yeah, no, please don't. <laughs> it won't be enjoyable. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, however, you do have to watch too, because if you're, for instance, like vegan diets or vegetarian diets, and I'm not picking on them, but this is where things can get, this is where people can easily fall down that is people think going on those diets will make them healthy right away. However, there's carbs and fats are actually higher on these diets, tend to be higher on these yeah. diets. Um, because that's typically what people are eating, like a falafel. Yeah. Falafel is carbs, fats, not too much protein in no, it. No. Um, so these are things you kind of have to like think about too. So the other thing with that too, sustainability is what activities are you doing? Yes, we talked about that yeah, a lot. Kind of just, you know, brushed upon that. So, you know, if you're hungry, if you're doing a lot of activity, you know, you tend to be more hungry and can eat a little bit more during that activity, high activity level. Sure. And also like if you're, uh, again, if you're like more of an explosive athlete, if you're mm -hmm. someone who works out all the time, do more like high intense activity a, uh, you know, making sure you're getting your carbs in is going to be yes. important. Yeah. Um, however, if you're someone who endurance is kind of the big thing and you can go longer periods without eating, maybe it's going to be keto for maybe, you. Maybe. <laughs> um, again, you don't have to be so polarizing here and choose one or the other. No, you can definitely no. be, um, or even, I mean, there's even some people that they'll do like a keto ish uh, diet in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Um, a keto ish diet and then like around workouts will have their carbs. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of depends on you and what yep, works. Yep. Um, so what's, what's, uh, what's your second, second actionable then? I kind of had like what has worked in the past and what has worked for you. Like mm -hmm. we were talking about, I mean, if you've noticed in the past that, you know, cutting carbs has worked for you and you know, your body feels good and that's how you're losing weight. then that's, that's something that that's worked for you. Mm -hmm. So you should continue to, you know, possibly do that mm -hmm. for sure. And this is where we, uh, this is where people kind of run into a little bit of a wall is that either a it's worked for them, but, but they hated it. So keep that in mind, yes. but people will also do it, but then they think there's going to be another ma a better magic bullet out mm -hmm. there. And we, I mean, we talk with people all the time here. They, they've tried everything. They've done everything. It's worked, but they've yo-yoed back. If that's the case, there's something missing that you need to, seek better assistance yes. with or yeah. excuse me support with because mm -hmm. um, that could be a big part of why it's not working you know a lot of its mindset a lot of its support accountability um, and again just figuring out what's works best for you and I think I mentioned this last time or the time before that but um, Alex Hormozzi is a, a guy I follow he's a gym business owner but one of his sayings is if you're not going to do it 10 years from now why do it today um, and so, you know, whenever we're trying to lose weight or gain weight, we need to be doing things that we're going to be doing all the time. Yes. 
kind of needs to become part of your life. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. And honestly, like we have people here, they make it creative and they make it fun. They do. Yeah. The diets don't have to be boring and lame. They can yeah. be fun. They can, make, they can be fun. There's great recipes. There are. There. Yeah. So, all right. Number three. <laughs> I think I came up with number three. Yeah, you actually. Did. <laughs> um, so, actually, yeah, I, I lied. I combined sustainable and what activity are yes, you doing? That's, that's why. But I do have a bonus here. Um, my bonus one here is what can you add? So, this is a little bit weird, but um, one thing that Ryan and I always try to, a conversation we always try to have with people is it's not about what can you take away? It's about what can you add? Mm -hmm. um, I think this is what derails people quickly out of the gates is yeah. that, so I, I, for, I'm a perfect example. I hate feeling restricted. I agree. Like I hate feeling restriction. Mm -hmm. I hate like, <laughs> no one likes getting diagnostic testing done. No. But the <laughs> worst thing is whenever they're like, you can't eat, you can't have coffee <laughs> yeah. and you can't do this before then. Cause it's like, you feel restricted. Yeah, restricted. It sucks. Um, and so that being said, you know, you need to do something to where it's like, what can I add here? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, don't just take things away from you because it won't, won't last a while. And that's honestly, that's why a lot of these diets work. Like that's why keto works is because people eat so much mm -hmm. of like yeah. fats and proteins You're that taking it away yeah. so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also like because because in their mind they're like I can eat all of this, so they don't really their restriction they don't feel as restricted mm -hmm. um, until their weight stops. Yes. Uh, with carbs, it's kind of the opposite. They feel like they can eat more carbs, um, but again, once they have to start taking away. So you know, going along with these action rules here, you know, for one, what's sustainable for you? What can you do for forever? Um, number two, you know, what activity are you doing, and how does it support? you know, your current diet. And then, you know, what has worked in the past, figuring that out. But then when, when all those are in play, what can you add that's going to make this that much better for you? Is it more activity? Is it, um, you know, is it just adding in more vegetables? Is it adding in more protein? Like, don't just start taking, ripping things away. Um, is it adding a support group? Is it adding accountability? Like, what can you add um, that's going to make sustainable this sustainable to your lifestyle mm -hmm. yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, Allison, this was fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I had a good time. Good. Good to hear. Good <laughs> to hear. Um, you know, again, you can always catch us at inner strength. Allison again is our, she is, um, working with members, but also non-members at this time. So, if, um, you'll hear in the, uh, you know, after the podcast, we'll go over how you can get a hold of us. Uh, we can definitely hook you up with that, with Allison. Uh, I am doc. I am always here. You know how you can find me. And till then, happy holiday, everyone. Happy, happy holiday. Have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs>
We also partner up with case-specific nutrition. They are a locally owned business full of dietitians, registered credentialed dietitians who can help you with just general nutrition, sports needs, and also medical information. You can also contact me at Tyler at innerstrengthpgh.com or check me out on social media at dr.tyler underscore Bordick. Thank you all again. We'll see you on next week's episode.